Yeah, thank you. And we are Lady Winnie Eclipse, and we are ready to put you on a journey to the cosmic soul. That's it.
Cause we vibrate. Vibration, vibration. I vibrate. Es Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. 
Also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Welcome to Radio Plasma. I'm Johan Rashivega. And today we have full house here in the studio. And we want to welcome Lady Moon and the Eclipse. Hailing from Brooklyn, New York. And that means multicultural blending is representing. And this is a beautiful thing to have because this is all about what we are doing this type of sessions in here to embrace diversity. So it is so beautiful to have this opportunity to talk to all of you and to get to enjoy your music tonight here in Holyoke, that you are having your performance at Gateway City Arts. So such an honor. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So if you would like to introduce yourself so we can know who is who in the band. I'm Arlen. I play keyboards in the band. Hey, I'm Jonathan and I play bass. I'm Ganda, and I'm lead singer. My name's Ken, and I play the drums. I'm Tango, and I sing backup vocals. I'm Kula, and I also sing backup vocals. And one thing that is important to send out is that the three of you ladies are sisters. Yep. Yep. Yes, and twins, fraternal. We're twins. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is... A family affair mm -hmm. that got together all of you doing this beautiful fusion of music that has soul, R&B, a little bit of Afrobeat, and that universality that we can get from the music made in Brooklyn is like that unique flavor that only Brooklyn can create when you have this melting pot of cultures and influences and all of them coming together, creating a very unique and amazing energy. And that is the result. Mm. You have one album titled Believe, but then you are also working on your second production, which is the, in a way, what defines a little bit the name that you want to have for the type of music you are doing, right? Mm -hmm. The Cosmic Soul. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. What is your concept of the Cosmic Soul? Yes, yeah, so we are working on our debut full-length album, um, Journey to the Cosmic Soul. And that has been a very much larger production than Believe. Um, so it's been about three years, but we're actually getting very close to kind of wrapping it up um, and hoping for a spring release in 2020. So Cosmic Soul... Well, it's a journey to the cosmic soul. So in a lot of ways, to me, it's like a journey to learning each other, like learning who we all are as a multicultural collective and what all of our sounds are and what makes all of us infinite in music and creation. And so it's kind of like the journey to getting to this like sound and also this like infinite place, which we call the cosmic soul, which I call the cosmic soul, which is like, you know, it, it represents something that's very universal. So it's like, that's, you know, it has like a celestial name. Um, but yeah, maybe we could all talk about it because it's something that we're all part of. I mean, she did, she did a good job at giving like the overall 
understanding, because I think it's good to also, like art, keep things open for interpretation. Um, but yesterday at a show that we did, um, what was it for the bio? Biodynamics. Um, she, she said something about, she said cosmic soul, and then she was saying grounding, and then I started thinking like soul, like feet, like the soles of your feet, and then cosmos, so you're kind of like, like bringing the cosmos into like the ground, kind of like bring, making it that. So I, that was a cool way to interpret it, and I feel like it can always be changing you know, the definition of that. And that is something that I, I noticed that you are so very well connected with the energy that is surrounding us and nature and how this is the fuel for creating and getting the inspiration to make the music that you are, that you are making all together. How did you guys got all together? Yeah, so it's kind of like uh, um, almost a long story, is it? <laughs> it's kind of a long story. This, It's like this, basically um, Arlen, who's the keyboard player, and I, we met in Hudson, which is my hometown, and which is also where a lot of all of this started. And um, he moved to the city. He was on his way to the city from California, and a good friend of ours both of ours kind of connected us and was like you should meet him you should meet her like come to this open mic <laughs> and so I was like okay cool like you know like I, I I really appreciate it when people do that when they're like you should meet someone you should meet someone um I take that very seriously and so I I, I put an effort to doing those to, to going out of my way to meet people and I met Aaron I thought it was really cool like you know I, I could already feel like his spirit and you know how he really does have like this very humble passion for music and I was just like okay like you know that's cool like it's good to know him and then he moved to the city so I was kind of like I don't know how we're gonna work together <laughs> like I live in Hudson but then I eventually did move to the city and then we eventually started to connect and we were just like jamming out on stuff like we didn't really do anything serious at first it was kind of like here's a song i have here's a song i have like how can we come together to create and then um that happened for about three years right <laughs> of us just doing shows together eventually and then i guess my father passed away and i was at hunter studying music at the time and i just felt this need to like do Lady Moon and Eclipse again. Like, I need to, to do this, this, this vision that I have and try it again. And I was like, Arlen, like, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this together. Let's put this together. Like, you know, we've been working together for a while. Like, I really trust you. I trust your energy. I think that together we can really kind of create this, this thing. And then Arlen and I were both, like, looking for musicians to kind of, like, fill in the, the, the other spaces. And then he kind of brought Ken into the game <laughs> and um, so he was like yeah I got this he literally said I got the drummer for the band <laughs> yeah I was I was actually not even in New York at the time when he invited me to join the band it, it was like we, we <laughs> it was cool because Arlen and I had a connection through a production company we worked with called Piano Fight in San Francisco and and he was with the early years I was kind of in the middle years and we, we kind of like um, we missed each other like he left when I joined the company and so I kind of I knew about Arlen through just his reputation his reputation people were like, oh you don't need you don't know Arlen oh you got to meet Arlen you got to play music with Arlen da, 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 da. so by the time 
we finally met up in 2013. I was here for a visit in New York for a visit, and we met up for a jam. And then when when I told him I was moving out to New York, he was like, I I got this project for you. (laughs) I got this project for you before I even made arrived in new york i was right. i was signed up for you know to join to like, try out i got band, this you know? i got this wife for you too because <laughs> they actually married yeah. yeah we actually got married in 2017 <laughs> so um yeah. but yeah no yeah that's how i joined the project is through arlen's inv- invitation yeah. and that same year there was i went to a party that my roommate um had invited me and my sister me and my sister actually had just moved into an apartment together our own little apartment for the first time, and which was kind of like one of my goals when I moved to the city was to reconnect with my twin. And um, so I also like convinced her to be in the band. <laughs> no, it, wasn't. it was like a turn, twist your arm behind your back. Like, what, what else are you gonna do? Aren't you gonna support me? Like, you know. mm-hmm. Not exactly. But, <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't like She's that. an interesting translator, but um, so, yeah, so uh, that also happened that same year and then also that same year, um, uh, we were invited to a party, which was actually Jonathan's annual Prince party, was it? Was it New Year. I don't know if it was that or if it was, I think it, was, it might, might have been like a birthday. No, it was in the summer, right? Because we were all on the roof. Yeah, it was in the summer. It was summer. M- my, my version of the story is that they crashed my party, and that's how I met them. Because <laughs> all of a sudden, there were these two random people, which was great. I mean, this was open to everyone, so it was like a, a welcome crashing. Yeah. Um, but we kind of hit it off and talked about music. Yeah. Uh, but it took a while mm-hmm. for me to join. It took like yeah. a, I think a year or a year and a half mm-hmm. bef- after the party. Right, right. I was introduced to his friends and who's so- someone was telling me, oh, you should check out these brothers that do music. Mm-hmm. And then, but when I went there to meet them, they were like, you should play, you should check out this bass player. Like, <laughs> he should check him out, like work with him. Like he's incredible, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, okay. And then like, they were kind of talking to both of us, like, you should work with her. Like, kind of like a similar situation, like the friend that introduced Aaron and I, I felt. So then that's kind of how that was initiated. And then, yeah. And then Jonathan came over for uh, audition, which oh, is another. Yeah, <laughs> and so he came over to audition at my apartment with just the piano and, and uh, Gunda singing. And um, he came over and his bass didn't work. Which he said had never happened before, but <laughs> it never had. For the record, in 15 years, I owned that bass. It never happened it before. Crazy. Yeah, he plugged it in. It didn't work. It didn't work, and we tried everything. And then it was like, well, we we can't, you know, hear this electric bass out of the amp. Let's just, you know, just play. Like, yeah, let's just, just play, play and like, and and we'll hear it like acoustically, in even though it's an electric oh, bass. And we played, and the, and the groove was there. Like, we we felt it. Yeah, so we it, felt it. It um. It, it didn't require more than that. Right. He was in. Yeah. <laughs> it was an embarrassing moment for me, but it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just floated in. <laughs> floated in. Um, yeah, I was traveling a lot. Um, traveling the world. One of our uh, songs on right. the latest EP. Came out of Korea, coming into the band. <laughs> Traveled the world. Yeah, but I was just traveling a lot and, you know, coming to the city, visiting my sisters and going to their rehearsals. I was always a fan of the music and one of the <laughs> <members> before me, <laughs> you know, just scheduling things didn't end up working out and I, it just kind of naturally happened for me to come in and join my sister singing and we grew up singing together as well and like traditional Congolese um, dancing and drumming ensemble. 
Um, so we already had that connection of performing together. So it kind of just naturally made sense for me to c come into this cosmic alignment. Cool, cool was at the rehearsals before she was in the band. She was already at the rehearsals, hanging out. So she already knew the music by the time she yeah. joined the band. Yeah, I knew so all it was, the songs. It was easy for you to, to yeah. integrate yeah. fully yeah. and officially to Absolutely. the band. She was, she was like the um, understudy. The sub. <laughs> we had like, because you know, there, there's been different musicians and we've been trying to find like the right ones. And um, you remember the journey. But, um, <laughs> yeah, right? You know, it's the journey. Yeah, she was always coming, and we had other singers, but it was always, she was always like, just waiting for my turn. <laughs> waiting for the invitation. <laughs> what it means to you, particularly when, when talking about three sisters representing and playing music that talks about your own roots and origins, uh, Congolese music. So, how does this representation stands out for you when you're creating your music, uh, your music and being not only representing Brooklyn as the melting pot of, of awesome music for the world, but also your own representation from Congolese culture? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, no, I was just going to say really quickly because, you know, Tango wants to talk, but um, we have... <laughs> 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 no, we. It, it is very important, and it's. It, it really came, you know. It became more of like an important thing to incorporate after my father passed away, and so you know, my brother was also someone who um, incorporated like face paint and adding more like African beats into his music to kind of keep our father's legacy alive. That he had, you know, he was one of the founding members of the National Ballet of the Congo. So, you know, he kind of carried the traditions of Congolese music and sounds and, and helped to spread it throughout the world um, with what he was doing. And I felt like, and he was so traditional and so about like the culture and staying true to it that when he passed, it was like, oh my God, how are we gonna keep this? Because we are, we are the, the rest of, <laughs> of what's left. And um, so, so to us, I feel like it was also just very important to like, find ways to kind of incorporate that with face paint and like the sounds good. Yeah. No, I was, she told, she said everything I was going to freaking say. But um I was pretty much I was pretty much going to I'm just going to reiterate what she said, but uh it's definitely a responsibility to keep my father's legacy because even when he was in this realm, he was always like preaching to us like you guys are not American, like you guys are like this is not you also have African roots. Like don't forget who you are because you know, in my opinion, like when you when you do live in America, it's kind of like cultural, like like suppression where you just everybody's just everybody's just American or everybody's just doing the American way, and it's like you guys have all of this rich culture. You guys grew up in with so much tradition, all of these songs, all these beautiful instruments that we grew up with. Like, don't forget about that. You know. So after his passing, it really. You know, and even for me, like incorporating some of like the chants and some of like the songs that we learned from him into our lyrics, it just helps me feel like, and even the maquillage I wear helps me feel like, you know, a small part, because there's even like dancing and things that we can incorporate that traditional, but it's like keeping him like, we, 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 I'm still, we're still, you know, like, don't think mm -hmm. we forgot well, where we're we from. Yeah, like the regalia, yeah. like yeah. kind of approaching music performance as also a sacred act. Like a story, like something that also tells a story, you know, because in, especially in Africa, but I feel like this is the case for most cultures, most like indigenous um, cultures of the past that, 
you know, when they would perform, it, you were telling a story to keep your traditions and to keep your culture alive. And so to us, it's also like, you know, we're creating our own little culture, like our own little tribe and tradition as a, as a multicultural collective. And this is how we want to tell our story of, of how we do it and, and, you know, what we can do. So uh, I can imagine how meaningful, how powerful it is for you every time that you are on stage singing, performing, and honoring the legacy of your father. Because that, that is, now, now it makes even more sense uh, about the meaning of this cosmic soul. It's, it's, it's all about that energy that is embedded in, in, in the three of you, honoring your father's memory. This is such a beautiful uh, sharing uh, part of what it means your your music and your and your work, and I really appreciate that you are that you are sharing that with us tonight. Mm. Thank, you. Thank you for asking. Guys, how do you feel being <laughs> part of of such a powerful group and and conjunction of energies? creating this and also celebrating life, celebrating music, particularly when it happens in Brooklyn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's being a part of this group and, and working with all of these people has, has definitely helped me to realize the, the, the ritual aspect of performance and how spiritual it can be. I've, played music since I was little and I've always listened to music and love going to see music and music has always been like such an essential um, part of my life. Um, this has taken it to another level where like seeing, seeing what we're doing as important and not just something I love to do and something that's fun and something that feels great, but actually like that, that this is something important and uh it's helped me to realize that I, I'd never felt that before in any of the previous bands or music that I had created before. Yeah, it's been, it's, well, it's been an, an honor and it's been really humbling. Um, and I think the, one of the most treasured things, I mean, there are so, there are so many and Arlen was very eloquent about the energy of performance, the spirituality of performance, but I really value the experience of diversity um, and of alignment in between six people who come from very, very, very different backgrounds um, all around the world, um, you know, different personalities, different um, musical traditions and histories, and, 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 ma and managing to align the way we do, which involves you know, disagreements and, and what have you, but, but, but it's always um, for the sake of, of the music and for the sake of what we're trying to do. That, that has been uh, tremendous. It was, it's been an education. Um, and, yeah, really, really, really fun. Yeah, I want to ride on that education wave right there <laughs> because for me, like, uh, you know, the music, the music part is, like, it's, like, super important and it's, like, you know, it's a ceremonial act and it, in a way, like, I've even I've even seen it like seen myself like gain my own increased self worth through through recognizing the music as a ceremonial act, which is you know when I grew up when I was growing up music music was wasn't you know I wasn't I was supported in doing music, but it wasn't considered a serious thing or an important thing that I sh I should be doing. 
So, you know, being in this project has been uh, allowed me to to see see that the value in what I'm doing, but also like the effect the effect that that being in this project has had on me has been like way beyond. It's been more like a spiritual like growth for me because I come from a totally non spiritual background, and then now I'm like totally embedded in like you know learning learning my own spiritual spirituality through astrology and and all the esoteric stuff that comes along with um ancestors and things like that so so it's been a really like deep journey for me in that way i would like to check a little bit uh, with all of you some of the most meaningful influences um in in terms of music artists, musicians, composers, performers that you somehow took some of their energy towards your own development as, as musicians yourselves? I'm going to start. Um, so a big one, and it's relevant to what we're doing right now. Um, Prince is a huge influence on, on, on me, and our last single just released a music video a week ago, just released yeah. the audio single like a mm. couple of days ago. Um, it's called Le Petit Prince, um, which is, and, it, and we wrote it around the time of Prince's passing uh, as an homage to him. Um, and yeah, it's a, uh, go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's a great yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Beautiful video. Perfect um, plug. Man, that's, <laughs> you know, the, it's starting to become a really hard question to answer because I feel like I'm always channeling like some inspirational artist that I don't even know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And then like, um, but definitely, actually when you said that, I was like, well, I remember when I was studying music and I became a really big fan of like Stravinsky. And, but I like what I liked about him was that he was very controversial in the classical music world where you know, they kind of, like, thought his music was, like, crazy and, like, you know, this is disgusting, this is absurd. Like, what have you brought to this, you know, platform? And, but I thought it was amazing. And it's just so interesting how people, when you present something that's, that's just you, it's your identity, it's very unique, you know, they may not like it at first, but then when you stay true in who you are, eventually they get it. Like, you start, you actually start to, open people's minds and their souls and their spirit by just being who you are. And and I, I, I've been seeing him as like an inspiration for, you know, getting me through that that world of like being these really unique this really unique sound that people may not automatically relate to, but just staying true to it and not like changing yourself. But you know, there's there's a lot of artists that I that that I channel like, you know, I've always been a fan of, like, Diana Ross, like, you know, Erica Badu, um, you know, Mariah Carey, Jill Scott. I'm, I'm obsessed with Jill Scott. But it's interesting because I try not to sound like them. I just try to, like, channel them as guides to, to ground me in what and the intention I'm going for and more than, like, trying to sound like what they sound like. So, um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's a challenging question, but recently I've been thinking about Stravinsky and being like, you know what? He just did what he wanted to do. He didn't care what people thought. He stayed true and grounded in what he believed in, you know, and then people eventually loved him for it. So he's been my inspiration lately for that part of music. I would, yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't, it's hard to answer names, but 
definitely like performance aspect of like like incorporating dancing choreography and like wearing like uh i don't want to say costumes but like wearing like a present like a wear that you wear for performance and like there's so many artists that you could think of people can reference when they think about that and also just like rebels you know like i'm definitely into artists that go against trending against like like the the mass sound or, or trying to go pop and all these things are like radio hit people like i'm like who's this person that nobody you know what i mean like i'm always attracted to artists that are doing their own thing like just in their own world oh, yeah. 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 huge influence for me definitely like i'm 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 kind of more like a rock drummer. Like, my background is, like, rock drumming and stuff. It's still, it sound like that to this day, you know? And, like, huge influences, like, West African music and dance. I, I studied that in um, college and after college, too. I, I was learning a lot. And those rhythms definitely, um, those, like, kind of militant rhythms, but also very polyrhythmic and kind of heady rhythms are, are like, part of how I hear the music, how I hear this music is kind of like that rock plus that polyrhythmic aspect. One thing that that I'm and I'll get I'll get to it. one thing that I'm hearing is, for example, when you mentioned Prince and then you mentioned Stravinsky, and I can think that both of them were ahead of their times, mm. way ahead. And maybe that's why when they came up with their music, it was. Um, what is this? Yeah. Some, they got it right away. For others, took time. And for others, still today is a discovery. Like, wow, and this happened when? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I can see that connection, even though those are totally different times. But that way of creating something that is just staying to the truth and just way ahead of their times and, and, and something that is proposing breaking the molds and, and going beyond just for whatever is their actual inspiration. Yeah. And again, I see this being the true essence and the energy of what you guys are doing all together with Lady Moon and the Eclipse. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go Armin and Kula? Sure. Um, yeah, I guess kind of along <laughs> the lines of what you said. A huge influence for me is Thelonious Monk. Um, Hearing him for the first time, I, I, I remember what it felt like to hear him for the first time and realizing, oh, wow, I can sound like anything that I want. Like, I, I don't have to sound like anything that's happened before because listen, listen to this this being play, and there's there's nothing like him. There was nothing like him before or after. It, it, it opened up that, like, connection to the cosmos, hearing his music. Mm -hmm. Well, you want yeah. I was just gonna add, um, like I, I'm inspired by a lot of different music from around the world. Um, listen to, you know, music from India and Africa, Afrobeats, Fela, um, you know, reggae, um, and yeah, it was just uh, love like the different elements that they bring into it, or just like voice techniques, or just different sounds that are more so like animal-like, but bring a really uh, deeper connection to like our roots and our heartbeat that are. Um, bring us in a spiritual place, like trance-like. So it's definitely um, a big influence for me. 
This is such an amazing experience to get to learn a little bit about you, the journey that you are doing through this project. Because then when we get to enjoy your, of your music in this presentation tonight at Gateway City Arts here in Holyoke, but also to listen to your music and the upcoming album, it will have even a more deeper meaning because now we know that little extra piece that sometimes you can feel it through the music, but when you have that context added to it, then it goes way longer. And definitely, I guess, for, for many people who feel those connections, it will be something else to, to add to the experience of listening to, to your music. So how do you guys feel about this presentation tonight here in Holyoke and overall what has been your your tour? Yeah, it's nice. This is our this is this will be our last show of the year, 2019. So just excited. You know, it's it's we've never been here before. So um, it's also like a new place, a new audience. And it's our last show, so we're, they're going to get, like, a, a nice dose of passion and energy, you know. Um, and, yeah, I just feel excited. Um, we, we also had a meeting before this talking about, like, our next steps for the future of, of, of creating and, like, pushing the album and stuff like that. So it just feels good to, like, just to know that we're still going, like, you know, we're still going. And, like, you know, let's celebrate tonight, so. Yes. Okay. yes, it's perfect. Yeah. So how can people get to know more about you, to listen to your music, watch your videos, and also to support mm. the creation of your next album, which is, uh, I understand, is on a Kickstarter campaign, right? Well, actually, the Kickstarter campaign was for 30 days in March. Okay. So yeah, that passed. Our hearts to yeah. even more people. So thank you in advance yeah. for sharing. It's possible we may have a pre-order set up too, maybe like a month or a couple, few weeks before the album comes out. So, you know, I would, I would definitely say like, you know, follow us on all of our pages. On We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. We have Twitter. Um, we have Spotify, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Like we're literally on every platform that you can imagine. <laughs> Um, so, you know, whatever you use, definitely, like, you know, look us up, follow us, and that's, that's probably going to be the, mo the best way to stay updated. Um, you can also go to our website and, like, subscribe to our email list, because um, we do send emails um, to update people on, like, music videos and when we're doing our shows, if we're coming to your city during our tour, like, things like that. And, like, yeah, definitely what Arlen said share like let your people know let your community know let your friends know let your family know like there's this really great positive like uplifting music that actually exists in the world and like you know share it with them so that we can keep you know um successfully spreading our mission of 
um, alignment and uh, uh, what is it like? It's love, peace, and light. Yeah, love, peace, and light. <laughs> like, let's just like be. Let's be. Let's be right. Let's be bright. You know. Let's be the best that we can be through through positive music and message. And like, we're here to to bring that for people. So. Well, I don't know if there's anything else that you would like uh, to add. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank, thank you. you. Really so nice. much yeah. for having us. And yeah, check out our latest music video, mm-hmm. Le Petit Prince. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little celestial journey for you. This is such an amazing experience to have you guys uh, coming here for the first time. So welcome to Holyoke and thank you for being here. Thank you for being so open and to make this amazing music. I hope that you that you enjoy your performance here. And at the same time, I want to extend invitations so you can feel this like your home. So whenever you have any new stuff uh, coming up, any new music or any new information that you want to share, Feel free to reach out and this will be a platform where we'll be more than glad to continue sharing the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're going to reach out. (laughs) (laughs) This is our conversation with the whole band, Lady Moon and the Eclipse, and they are here in Holyoke for their presentation at Gateway City Arts. And we wanted to take the opportunity to talk with them and have more detail inside about their music and their project and a little bit of their story which which has been an amazing time i really want to thank each one of you for for this experience and enjoy enjoy this last this last show of your tour and looking forward to dance and to enjoy of your music thank you so much
So this next song, I'm gonna take a moment to introduce this band, okay? And so, on the drums we have Ken Reichel, representing Japan. To my left on vocals we have Nkula Badila, representing the Congo. On bass, we have Jonathan Camuso representing France. We have Arlen Hart on the keys representing Chicago. Tangu Badila to my right representing the Congo. And I am Lady Moon, aka Ngonda Badila representing the fifth dimension, but also the Congo. We are sisters. And so, this song speaks to the Congo in particular. We are giving thanks and paying homage to our native country. And we are saying Matondo, which means thank you in Kikongo or Lingala, which are two of the native languages. So that's something new for you today, Matondo. Congo, you still have the time, days and nights are granted. Congo, you weep from the crime, rivers tell what men did. Congo, your gold diamond mines. Exploitation bandits, Congo, your women so fine, six feet under stranded. Congo, Congo, you still have the time. Congo, Congo, you weep from the cry. Congo, Congo, your gold I'm in mine. Congo, Congo, your women so fine.
With this, we conclude our session here on Radio Plasma that has been recorded at the New England Media Lab Studio inside Gateway City Arts in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. <laughs>